an absolute heartbreaker in Bloomington. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in. It is the Locked on Hoosiers podcast. I'm your man, Jacob Goins. I appreciate you making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen each and every day. Oh, oh, gosh. This is, this one, uh, this one hurts, folks. This one is not fun to do. Let me, um, let me start out by saying that. But hey, thank you again so much for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen each and every day. Um, Indiana falls to Kansas 75-71 in a heartbreaker in Assembly Hall here in Bloomington. And we're going to break it all down. This game had a little bit of everything in it. Yeah, it had a little bit of everything in it. And uh, we're going to talk about all of that um, as Indiana just – couldn't pull it off. They played the better game today. They just couldn't pull it off. So we're going to break it all down here on this bonus episode of Locked on Hoosiers. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry about when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying Tickets. I like that they have uh, that it's easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event, and you get to see your view from your seat in every single venue. That's my favorite part. And Game Time is obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Indiana basketball falls to Kansas seventy-five seventy-one inside of Assembly Hall. And man, I mean, just got your heart ripped out, man. We just, we got our hearts ripped out here in this game. Indiana played their best game of the year by far. Played their best game of the season. Um, played together, played great offense for the first half and some of the second half, not down the stretch. We're going to get into that. Played wonderful defense for most of the time down the stretch. Maybe not so much. Mike Woodson had a great game coaching. I think he coached extremely well in this game. And Indiana should have won. I'm just going to say it like it is. Indiana should have won this basketball game. And the fact that they didn't really sucks. <laughs> like, it, it just it hurts. So let's look at some of the numbers from this game. I know we may not want to, but when you look at the box score, we'll start with our Indiana Hoosiers, this was all about the starters. It was the starters, starters, and starters. The bench had three total points in this game. It was Anthony Walker, who had one. Uh, he had th three free throws, excuse me. I thought he made a field goal, but his were actually from uh, from the free throw line. Everything else came from your starters. All right, Malik Renew had 13 on 5 of 13 shooting. He played a good game, not great. Mackenzie Mbaco, he had 14 points. Right, he had 14 points on four of nine shooting. A couple of threes had a chance to make one there late. Couldn't knock it down. Was four or five from the free throw line. He had five rebounds as well. Khalil Ware, I think he had a good day. I know people are going to say maybe he didn't, but I think he did. I mean, he had 11 points, had 15 total rebounds, and his defense was pretty good uh, against 
Hunter Dickinson because he was on him most of the time. And look, Dickinson's a great player, man. I mean, he's in the running for National Player of the Year again for a reason. So I think Khalil Ware, excuse me, I think Khalil Ware did fine. I really do. He had 15 rebounds. His shooting numbers were not great, and you obviously want to see him score more. But again, he had Hunter Dickinson on him. So it is what it is. Gabe Cups. I think he played a great game. I do. I know he didn't score much. He had one basket there near the end. A very nice basket, by the way. But I think he did his job defensively and kind of led this team. Didn't turn the ball over very much. I had literally one turnover as your starting point guard as a true freshman against the number two team in the country. I'll take it, right? We'll all take that. But the story of the game, the story of the game was Trey Galloway having a career day, literally a career day, career high 28 points for Indiana, 12 of 17 from the field, two of four from downtown, two of four from the free throw line, had three rebounds, did have five turnovers, and he did end up fouling out there at the end when Indiana was forced to foul to try and stop the clock and extend the game. But how great was it to see Trey Galloway have a good game, have a great game? I mean, the best game we've seen from him as an Indiana Hoosier. And look, I have been I have been very, very, very critical of Trey Galloway on this program, on this show, on this podcast. I have. I've been very, very critical of him. But for good reason. This is why I've been so harsh on him. Because this is what he can do. This is the potential of Trey Galloway. Is this going to happen every single night? No. But I think it should happen more often than it doesn't. Right? And we've been waiting on this type of game from him. And shocker, when he has this type of game, Indiana just ran with the number two team in the country. That's why... I was getting frustrated. That's why I was calling for other guys to get his minutes because he wasn't producing like this. His confidence was there. His awareness was there. He was having fun playing college basketball, and he gave Indiana the chance to win this basketball game. They should have won. Indiana blew it. They did. They blew it. And here's why. Your offensive splits from the first half to the second half, you scored 40 in the first half if you're Indiana, up by eight. You then turn around and score 31. And it was worse than that there for a while. You got a couple buckets there late. But your offensive game plan just stalled in the second half. Uh, It just stalled. And here's the big problem, too. And we're going to get into this with the likes and dislikes in a minute. The foul trouble in this game threw everything off. For Indiana specifically, but even for Kansas, too. And we're going to get to that. But overall... You got to love what you saw from this team today. They fought. They fought and they fought hard. And they were winning the entire time. Kansas did not get the lead until late in the second half for the first time all game. The Hoosiers came out. They came out on fire. They came out knocking down shots and not just threes like we saw in the Auburn game. They were making good offensive plays, passing the basketball, working it around, working it inside, and getting good buckets. It felt like a different start than what we saw in the Auburn game. And it continued through a lot of this basketball game. You had an eight-point lead at the half. You were feeling pretty good, but you knew the runs were going to come from Kansas. They're too good for it not to happen, right? And when you look at what Kansas did, it was all about their starters, too. This was a five-on-five basketball game, folks. It really was. I mean, sure, their bench outscored yours 
by a whopping three points. Now, I know you lost by four, so if you want to say that's the difference, cool. I I don't really think that was it. This was basically a five-on-five basketball game. K.J. Adams, he had 14. Hunter Dickinson, he had 17. Eight of 17 shooting, though. Indiana did a really good job on him defensively. They did. They did a wonderful job on him. He missed some open shots, sure, but he did a really, really good job on, or or Indiana did a good job on him defensively. Uh, Jackson had five. uh, Harris Jr. had 12. And McCuller had 21. But he was in foul trouble, too. And I think Gabe Cups did a really good job. Between him and Trey Galloway, I think they did a great job guarding him and slowing him down and really taking him out of his rhythm, right? I mean, he's too good not to get his. Even with the defensive intensity, even with the foul trouble, he was still their leading scorer for Kansas. 21 points, only 3 of 11, though, from the floor. That's that intensity in the in the lockdown defense I was talking about. 2 of 5 from deep. Here where his points came from, though, 13 of 16 from the free throw line. That'll do it for a guard. That'll absolutely do it if you are um, if you are a guard in college basketball. I mean, that is that is exactly what you're looking for. He also had six total rebounds, four assists, three steals, a block. I mean, that guy's everywhere, man. McCuller is a really, really good guard. And Indiana's intensity is what kept them in this thing, right? In that first half, Indiana was all over Kansas. On the outside, on the inside, they were switching, they were communicating, they were doing everything they were supposed to do. And you saw what happened. Indiana was winning this basketball game, and they were winning it on the defensive end of the floor. You held that Kansas team to 32 points in the first half. 32 points. And for, what, I'd say the first half of the second half, right, the first 10 minutes or so, you were doing that as well. But they just started slowly coming back, slowly started making some progress. So the question would then become, could Indiana stop and withhold on those runs that Kansas was ultimately going to make? And the answer the answer was no. The answer was no because Indiana couldn't get the stops they needed. They couldn't stay out of foul trouble. And Indiana just couldn't get the shots from anybody else other than somebody named Trey Galloway when they needed it most. We'll talk some more about that. We'll talk about likes and dislikes from this game as Indiana falls in a heartbreaker 75-71 to against the Kansas Jayhawks on a Saturday afternoon in Assembly Hall. But want to want to let you know that today's episode, this bonus episode of Locked on Hoosiers, is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. If you would have bet Kansas today, you would have won $150. So uh, there you go. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Indiana basketball falls to Kansas 75 to 71 on a Saturday afternoon inside of Assembly Hall. Let me say this as we get into some likes and dislikes here. I loved the atmosphere that I saw from Indiana fans inside of Assembly Hall. That was that was the the peak of what that place could be. That is the definition 
of a true college basketball atmosphere, man. That is what Indiana basketball is. That's what Hoosier fans are about. And that is why it's so tough to win inside that building. So look, you got to give props to Kansas, man. They never folded. They never folded. They never gave in. And that's the that's the the definition of a championship team right there. To go on the road, get punched in the mouth early and often, and yet they never they just never gave up. There was no stress from Kansas. You could tell they were always confident in this basketball game that they were going to make a comeback. They were going to be in it and have a chance to win. And so credit to them, man. Absolutely credit to them for doing that. And Indiana has to find ways to finish a game like this. They haven't been in many of them, but the ones that they have, I think they've done a good job. I mean, the two games that they lost before this, they were blowouts. So all the other ones, think back to the Michigan game. That was a close one, right? And the Hoosiers were able to finish it out and, and win a tough game, a close game down the stretch. You could tell the experience factor was the difference in this basketball game. I think Bill Self down the stretch outcoached Mike Woodson. I think Woodson coached a really great game. And the reason I say that, don't you think he learned a little something from that Auburn game when it comes to substitutions? He left his starters in for the first eight minutes of the game. Didn't take them out. All five of them stayed in. And when you break down the minutes, I don't have the official minutes numbers just yet, but I would say the starters played 85 to 90% of the minutes. The only guys off the bench that got in were Caleb Banks, Anthony Walker, and CJ Gunn. And they didn't play long. And the only reason they did, only reason they did was because the Hoosiers were in foul trouble. That's a dislike to the officiating in this game. It was horrible. It was terrible on both sides, right? The officials controlled what would have been an even better basketball game because they couldn't take the whistle out of their mouth for five seconds. Unbelievable. It's ridiculous. There is no reason to be calling ticky-tack fouls when you've got two seven-footers going at each other. Let them play. Let the guys play. It's ridiculous, man. And look, I'm not saying this just from an Indiana perspective. Both teams, when you've got three and four guys in foul trouble early in the second half, heck, in the first half, you had three or four on each side with foul trouble. And then later in the second half, they're all getting to four and five fouls. That's an officiating problem. That's not the game. That's not the players. That's on the officials. Let them play. It's college basketball, man. It's ridiculous. And Indiana got the, the shaft on that part because they had guys like Malik Renew and Trey Galloway and, and even Khalil Ware at times getting in foul trouble. And they had to find other ways. And McKenzie and Baco to get and they had to to put guys in from the bench. And so Indiana got the the short end of that deal, but what a terribly officiated game. But I think it was both ways, and I don't really think it had anything to do with Indiana losing. Now, I know the final possession wasn't a whole lot of fun, and I think that ball was still in play. I think Khalil Ware saved it, and I think it should have been Indiana basketball. But then the question became, well, were they going to score anyway? Were they going to score anyway on that shot or on that possession? I don't know. but. Overall, the officiating was bad, so that's a dislike. But to loop it back to my comments about Mike Woodson, that's something I liked. I think he coached a good game here. I really do. And look, I called him out. I did. I called him out right here on this podcast, and I said, he has to be better. I did a whole episode about it. He had to be better, and I think he was. I think he was. I think he learned from his mistakes in the Auburn game. I think he realized, hey, when I've got guys that are playing good – 
I need to leave them in. And my starters are significantly better than my bench. So let's leave them in and see what happens. And they almost won you the basketball game against the number two team in the country. So that's what I liked. Uh, obviously liked Trey Galloway. I talked about him already and his wonderful career performance for Indiana. Much, much needed. Um, and so good for good for him. I hope he continues to do that. I hope he stays playing like that. Um, a dislike is Xavier Johnson still not playing. Uh, I hope he can get back soon. Um, would he have been the difference maker in a game like this? Probably. Probably. But I think it's fair to pose the question. If he was playing, would Trey Galloway have done what he did? I don't know. I don't know. I doubt it. I doubt it. So overall, as we kind of wrap up this this bonus episode here on Locked on Hoosiers, Indiana, I mean, they, they should have won this game, man. They should have won. They, they should have won. And um, they had it in their hands. They had the number two team in the country on the ropes. And um, I just – you got to be able to pull games out like this. And, and look, I tweeted this out on our Locked on Hoosiers Twitter page, X page, if you will. Win or lose, this was their best performance by far. And I think Indiana can take a lot away from this. I do. I think they can take a lot away from, from this performance. They are a good basketball team. They got better in this game today. They did. They got better in this game. And if they can continue to play like that, the bench is going to have to step up. You can't rely on your five starters night in, night out, and only those five guys. But if you can continue to shoot the basketball well from deep like you did in this game, uh, they ended up going – let me pull this up before we get out of here. Indiana was 42% from the floor. So was Kansas, right? They made only one other field goal than you did, Kansas over Indiana. Both teams made six three-pointers. They were six of 18. We were six of 16. That's good enough for this Indiana team at 37.5%. There's your difference. They shot they shot two more free throws than you, and they made two more free throws. I mean, it really did come down to those simple things. Indiana out-rebounded Kansas 33-31, which I think is impressive. Turnovers, you had 14 to their 11 points off turnovers, 12 to 9. So there you go. They made two more free throws than you, and they scored three more points off of turnovers than you. There's your answer. There's your ball game, and that's what it comes down to in games like this against the number two team in the country. It comes down to those minor things. So if Indiana cleans those up, and if they play like they did today, there's only a handful of teams in the country that can beat Indiana when they play like that. But that is the question. How do you get them to play like that each and every game? Because moving forward for Indiana, you have a couple of games to get get some more confidence, right? Moorhead State, North Alabama, and Kennesaw State before you open up back into Big Ten play on the road at Nebraska on January 3rd. This team needs to play confident, confidently. They should be upset about this loss, and I think a lot of Hoosier fans are going to be upset about this loss, but you should be proud of what happened today. That was a great atmosphere. That was a wonderful performance. They had a chance to win in a game that nobody gave them a chance to be in, and they got better in this basketball game. I think if you take all of that and you move forward into Big Ten play, the Hoosiers have a chance to have a really, really good season. You fall to 7-3 uh, and three on the year, which is not bad. Your three losses are to UConn, top five team in the country, Auburn, who is going to be a top 25 team in the country, and to Kansas, the number two team in the country. Overall, it could be worse. 
it could be worse. So that's going to do it for this bonus episode of Locked on Hoosiers. If you've made it this far, apologies. If there's some background noise, they've decided to do uh, some construction outside here. And so, I don't know, they decided Saturday was a great day to do that. So uh, apologies for that. And there's really no escaping it because they've been out there for hours. So apologies for that. But I do appreciate you being here on another episode of Locked on Hoosiers. Thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. Like the YouTube video, subscribe on YouTube as well. If you're on audio, we're free and available wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe on there. Turn notifications on across the board as we're posting each and every day. We'll have some fun episodes coming up as the Christmas holiday and the new year approaches. Um, I'll kind of update you on what the schedule is going to be like for shows across the next couple of weeks, but I'm going to do my best to have shows each and every day. So, um, yeah, heartbreaker, man. But don't don't hang your head, Hoosier fans. It's going to be okay. This team got better today. I'm confident in them, and you should be too. Like the video, subscribe to the channel, turn on notifications everywhere. I appreciate you as we reach and get to 2,000 subscribers on YouTube. We got to make that push, folks. We're doing really well over here. So, hey, I'll talk to you on Monday. All right, we'll have a Monday episode. We'll kind of talk some more about this, move into some other games coming up, and talk more things Indiana athletics. But until next time, Hoosier fans, stay safe, and I will talk to you later.